Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% LA Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world the five-time MLS Cup champion, LA Galaxy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Coming to you live from Corner of the Galaxy Studios on Thursday, March 21st. This is an international break, so that means there's absolutely uh, no reason for us to be here. I, I don't know. We're gonna, we're gonna, we'll figure something out. No, we got a lot to talk about. Injury updates from training, uh, some other MLS and LA Galaxy news. I think the U.S. Men's National Team and Sebastian Legette just finished up or will be finishing up as we're recording this. So we'll have a, just a little tiny update on that as well. And, uh, of course, we're going to get into, uh, with all the March Madness going on, we have our very own uh, Sweet 16 bracket of, uh, of uh, we're going to call Corner of the Galaxy Madness, I think, COG Madness for you. So we're going to play along with that and give you guys a chance to play along as well. But in order to do all that, we have to stop, we have to pause, we have to genuflect respectfully. It is the Hammer himself, Mr. Eric, the Portuguese Hammer, in the studio once again. Hammer, how's it going, buddy? It's going well. All I'm, right. I'm glad to be back uh, as we genuflect. As, as, yeah. as, we, as we genuflect on, I, I don't, that means kneeling, right? Yeah, That's the, I, I don't know. We're, I, I'm in a seat. It's yeah. bye week. Yay, Yay everybody. Week. It's right. party time. For the clubs that matter, at least, it's bye week. People want to know, by the way. Um, why you have the nickname Hammer? I know we've we've talked about there's this. There's a story. There's a st- is it PG? Yeah, it's 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 I don't, G. It it's actually it's, G. It's yeah, rated yeah. G. Yeah. There's it, wow, there's, that's too bad. It's really not as exciting as uh, as I wish. it As was. your wife makes it out to be. Yeah. All right, that's fine. <laughs> but that's a story for another time. Of course, of course. But it no. is bye week. Maybe maybe we'll circle back around. Okay, we did. The, there's the sh- Hammer origin story. People were asking me where I got the Pato one, and and I've recently explained that one, and then. Somebody asked when Kevin got Panda, and I have no idea. And Kevin has like a different recollection than I do yeah. of how he got it, but I, I just know that he's the Panda. Yeah. So I, I will say that in general, I'm against kind of pumping up your own nickname. You're not. Yeah, you yeah, can't. You, you can't, can't do that. And so that's why this, Kevin does it yeah, constantly. This yeah. is one that was it was given to me. And so I, I've rolled with it. But Kevin did give it to himself. So. I don't know. How do you? I, I, I don't know. You can't. Ch- <laughs> it, 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 but now, pro- now it's in, and, and, and it's now, right. Yeah, exactly. And it's right. It's not it, like it was wrong. It's fitting. Yes. it works. Okay. Speak it into existence. All right, that's good. Uh, the LA Galaxy no game this week. Will next play on March thirty first. Oh, that date feels familiar. <laughs> that's a special day. That is a special. In fact, it's a special week next week as well. I, I now declare it an LA Galaxy holiday. It, it let's very. Just, it, let's just call it that. It very well be. But uh, as we know, uh, at this time last year, or actually next week last year uh it will be basically the the anniversary of Zlatan Ibrahimovic actually flying across the pond and, and <laughs> landing here in Los Angeles and then all of us uh in here uh, talking on the podcast and saying there is no way that guy is gonna play in that game against <laughs> LAFC you're all crazy um so yeah that's how it is by the way they're saying if you don't tell the story they're boycotting the thing so tell everybody how you right got now, hammered okay. yeah go ahead Hammer, why not? it's really not ex- exciting so the other podcast that I'm on guys in shorts uh a lot of those guys I've been friends with for a good chunk of my life, and we had a bowling alley, bowling outing, outing at, a, at yes. a bowling alley. That's bowling what alley outing. Like. Yes, and uh, you know I just got bored one day, and and not one day, that on that day, and grabbed a six pound ball and just started hurling it down. And I said, "You're hammering it down there, You're like the Portuguese hammer." And so you know they called me that for for a couple of weeks, and it went away, and it went away for about five, six years. But then when we started the podcast, a good friend of mine, Jeff Wilson, he introduced me, he says, and well, welcome to the show, Eric, the Portuguese hammer view. I was like, where did that come from? And he's like, and every, that whole episode, he name checked me and hammer. What do you think about that? And he just kept doing it. Yeah. And then, you know, as people listened, it kind of stuck and you know, you, you've been on that show and you heard me there as the hammer and you brought me on here as the hammer. So it's really not exciting. It comes from me getting bored at a bowling alley and chucking six pound balls down the, down the lane. And, and that's where it came from. But it really, not an exciting story, but it somehow stuck. So so your other nickname now is Six Pound Balls. Six Pound Balls. Okay, cool. Eric Six Pound Balls Vieira maybe isn't the best the best, <laughs> best nickname to have out there. <laughs> oh, I should change my. that story. Wow, we're, ha- we're having fun here at least. <laughs> it's uh, a bye week. Yeah, a quick, quick reminder here before we get too far. Uh, Corner of the Galaxy shopping as you will. Um, we have everything out there right now. I, I swear, if you can think of it, we have it. We have coasters, we have stickers, we have buttons, we have scarves, and we have t-shirts. I mean... Onesies, beer koozies. Beer co- what else, what else can we get into? I would love to make some onesies. That's a great <laughs> idea. Let's see if we can make that happen. Um, but no, so anything you want, Corner of the Galaxy, click on the shop button. All of our, our t-shirts, again, run in 
in in campaigns that are basically validated and started by you. So if you want to go, you know, sort of, hey, I want that shirt, you click on it. And if the campaign isn't already running, you just started the campaign again. Um, so go on there. I think some of the ones that are closing literally tonight on Thursday night. Act um, now. Act now or just do it tomorrow, tomorrow and, and, and wait a couple again. weeks. <laughs> yeah, it'll open again. Uh, I think we have uh, the Lion of Los Angeles ones are going and maybe a, maybe a Pato and Panda, Panda and Pato t-shirt. I like the, how you said that. A Pato and Panda. Yeah, maybe one one of those is, units are moving. Surprisingly, those ones have actually sold a lot nice. of, again. So I think there's about 10 of those going out. We also have the 2019 Corner of the Galaxy uh, logo shirt um, that if you're watching on YouTube, you can actually see on your screen right now. Um, but that shirt is for sale right now. And I think it goes on for another couple weeks and it'll go on after that as well, yeah. all through and, 2019. And again, if, if you're collecting the whole set, the 2019 <laughs> is a must-have. You, you, you can't little, just stop. Yeah, exactly. If you have the 2018, you, you can't have a gap in the years. You need to continue. You, Get the 2019, add the little flare on the logo. Otherwise, you're going to sit there and you're going to be like, yeah. I should have got that one. Exactly. You're going to see people at the game and you're going to be like, oh gosh, Josh looks so sexy in that 2019 <laughs> logo shirt. That's what I hear all the time. Uh, but anyway, yeah, you can go and, and check that out. Cornerofthegalaxy.com. Click the shop button. The coasters are there in limited quantities. The buttons are there. I've, I've sent some of those out, so could do it. Good times. See how it goes. Uh, we got somebody from Seattle checking in, by the way. So Seattle, not too bad. Ichiro. Yeah. yeah okay. Ichiro retired today. He's in Tokyo. He's not in Seattle, yeah, but, but still. But he was with, yeah, with Seattle. He was with Seattle. I hear you. I hope the time change. I hope you're able to, you know, thanks for staying up in Seattle watching with us. Yeah, but still. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. That's, Wait, that's specific time? Oh, man. My my, my <laughs> wife was... This is why an off-week show is always one you have yeah. to catch, by the way. We're going to give you all the, the constant sort of uh, uh, sidebars that we can, right? Yeah, my wife was in Vegas. Here. My wife was in Vegas on a conference. She called me, and she goes, oh, I don't even know what time it is there. She goes, is it, is it the same time? <laughs> I'm like, no. I go, we're five hours ahead, right? And she was like, wait, what time is it there? I'm like, yeah, it's the same. It's the same. Don't, <laughs> don't do don't, her like that. I know. Come it's, on. It's too easy um, how it goes. Anyway, all right. So we go on. Let's talk about some LA Galaxy stuff. Why not? Is that why we're here? I don't know. Again, it's an off week. Sometimes <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we have a little bit of LA Galaxy news. Uh, we want to get to that. Uh, Julian Araujo, who, who made his MLS debut last week against Minnesota United when he had 250-plus family and friends uh, oh. visiting from down from Lompoc. They were loud and they were rowdy. I was, I was Julian Araujo fan club adjacent. And it was it was fun. It was fun when when you realized who they were there for, and they were kind of making some noise with him training off to the side, and you know starting the twenty two chant, trying to get him on the field. I mean that's cool when you have one of your own and to 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 be there in person to watch him make his debut. It's a great story. Yeah, it is. And uh, so the kid comes on. Uh, I got to uh, talk with his parents. I think uh, Kevin and I talked about it on Monday, but or excuse me, on Sunday. We had a Sunday podcast this week. <laughs> um, but we talked about that, talking to his parents, and just the sort of special story. I know Kevin's working on a story for the LA Times for that. So uh, keep your eyes peeled on that. And it's just it's a fun story for this 17-year-old kid who <laughs> basically the Galaxy decided they wanted so bad they, they waived all of his homegrown rights. So he is uh, a call-up for the uh, U23 U.S. national team. Uh, he is now uh, uh, called up under that team uh, for U23 new head coach Jason Christ. So Jason Christ, RSL, uh, Orlando City, and New York City. Did yeah. I get them all? Yeah, I they, think so. In MLS? Yeah. Um, so that's prolific th goal scorer Jason Christ. That's how I remember him. That's him as well. His coaching record isn't what what he, stands out for me. He was always very good with uh, with RSL. He was. Yeah. He was. It was his. That was sort of his team though. Like whenever you look at some of the other places, Orlando's still yeah. a mess. Yeah. So let's not and and New yeah, York an City. expansion. Yeah, they they were one of the Orlando, Minnesota. It feels like that's the expansion where it doesn't go so swimmingly. And so yeah, I, I think when you think of him as a coach, I do remember him more for you know his time at RSL and what he was able to do there. Yeah, it was uh, it was fun to watch. So anyway, he's there. Uh, the U.S. U twenty three team, which is the Olympic team. I by was the just going to add. Yeah. Just why this is important is because this has potential. Uh, to be a team that goes to the Olympics and granted it hasn't gone that way uh, hasn't been a particularly strong showing from these these teams uh, in past years it's been a while yeah. uh, since they've made it to the Olympics but potentially this is the team that they would send. Yeah, this is the team that they would send. Uh, so uh, these they have two games coming up, uh, Egypt on Friday March 22nd and Netherlands on Sunday March 24th. I believe both those games are in Spain. If I remember correctly, so at the that, same time as Seattle, right? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly how it goes. Um, so anyway, so uh, Araujo there and expected to be a big part of this team. I mean, this is a kid who's highly touted. Uh, they want him. I mean, senior team debuts in the next two years for him probably aren't out of the range either. 
Um, that's the same with, you know, Efrain Alvarez in yeah. Mexico. I mean, you have to figure Mexico is chomping at the bit to his, get him. I feel like his path, you know, if we're, if we're going <laughs> to dovetail into Efrain, I feel like his path, a lot of people are saying after his debut for the Galaxy, well, the U.S. needs to get, invol- get involved, get him capped. I think he's already in the system in Mexico. I think that's a done deal. I think he, he's going to be it feels It feels yeah, done. Yeah. So, so I think we'll be seeing him. And this is a good thing because Mexico traditionally has had a very competitive international squad. And if he's going to spend a lot of time with the Galaxy, that's, that's where you want him to develop. If he's comfortable there playing against top talent, playing with top talent, that's a good thing. Yeah, it is. Uh, from so, a Galaxy perspective. Yeah. For, not I, from a U.S. soccer yeah, perspective. Yeah. You know, you know me. I, I, take, uh, I take certain uh, umbrage with the fact that MLS constantly touts the U.S. men's national team like it's their team. <laughs> I was say, um, not just the U.S. men's national team. I have Canada and French Guiana on the MLS website. I was like, wait, what? Is that a new expansion team? I, I thought it was just Cincinnati. I didn't realize French Guiana. But yeah, MLS it, it's, it's pumping rid- CONCACAF there. It, it's it's ridiculous. Like, and th- I'd be okay with more of that, but like, it, it's sort of like, okay, so if you're going to put that on, then every, t- every team that has a player that is international, put their game on there too. Well, I think it's just, MLS has teams in Canada and in teams in the U.S., yes. so those are the two. This is ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. The fact here I am, the, MLS spokesperson. Yeah, I was Eric, gonna, the six pound balls Vieira is going to defend Major League Soccer. I mean, it's going to take some huevos <laughs> in order to try to try to defend Major League Soccer as it is. No, I just it, it, they and Major League Soccer talks about both sides of its mouth, where it's like, oh, well, we're here to develop the U.S. men's national team. No, you're not, and you haven't yeah. been for a while. It's been quite evident, as a matter yeah. of fact. And by the way, nor should you be. I don't care. That's not my. That's not my thing. Your league. Working in tandem is not a bad thing. Yeah, but, but okay, you, at the but, expense of what? Are you trying to make a successful league or are you trying to promote the U.S. men's national team? Because well, if you're trying to promote the U.S. men's national team, then you should have a restriction on international players yes, and you should mandate that U.S. soccer play, which, U.S. players... Which they're not, which is, I agree, they're not doing it and it's not in their best interest to do of it. Of course you wanna, not. You want to make the league successful and, you know, forcing, putting minutes restrictions on American youth players would, would impact the, you know, say what you will about the league... You know, quality definitely would take a dip if you had those mandates. But at the same time, maybe there's a happy balance. Here there, I am talking no, out of both sides of my There is no mouth. happy balance. <laughs> there is either you were doing this like they pretend that they are. They're, they pretend they, that's, that, that that's the pro- yeah. problem that okay. I have. I'm all for being like, we. the U.S. men's national team is not our... Yeah. our I, it, yes, we succeed when they succeed, which is yes. totally true. They yes. ride the wave. When the U.S. men's national team is better, MLS tends to rise, yes. especially during World Cup years. And especially if you have MLS players contributing on the national team level, that's a good thing for the league. So I, I could see the rationale, but as far as supporting the youth part of it, that's not happening. It's ridiculous. Throw it all out. But speaking more of MLS news and, and something that certainly impact the league, will impact the LA Galaxy, will impact everything else is the fact that MLS and MG, MGM Resorts International announced a multi-year gaming partnership. And no, they're not talking video games. Although I'm sure they're going to come up with some sort of game that say, you can I'm play on for, your I'm phone. I'm here for EMLS. E, we are the EMLS. That, yeah, yeah we, we, I'm sure you could find a place I'm to bet on in. EMLS. <laughs> um, but anyway, this is they're talking about gambling, right? And, and this really is the the gambling sort of breaking through into professional sports. And it was as a result of the Supreme Court ruling mm-hmm. that basically you can't just have these little uh, pockets, little yeah. pockets <laughs> of gambling like Las Vegas okay and here, Atlantic but not City. Okay here, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and, and all that. It's 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 everywhere. And really, as that becomes more and more evident, which, by the way, I've always been a proponent of legalized gambling. If you want to gamble on sports, have fun. I think I consider those voluntary taxes, like the lottery. Okay, lottery is a voluntary tax, right? It's sort of like, hey, well, where does that money go? If, well, it's supposed it, to be going so, to education. Does it really? Does though? it really? Well, so, hey, I would love. <laughs> don't. That's a whole nother that's story. A whole nother. Okay. Hey, it's an off week. Let's dive into where our lottery <laughs> money goes and why our public schools are underfunded. Do you- All right, we lost seven <laughs> listeners right now on the live stream. Everybody's dropping off. They're already falling asleep. We can talk about the gas tax okay, too. There There's we go. Twenty-two cents oh. that isn't accounted for. All that stuff. Um, no, but whenever you look at this, I, I consider them voluntary taxes. Plus, there is a form of entertainment that's there. Yes. I am not somebody who likes to gamble. Um, this isn't sort of the one of the things that I, I do on a regular basis. If I go to Vegas and throw some money down on a game, it is totally for entertainment yeah. value. It is not like I'm trying to do anything. But... You know, this is a big deal, and there's a big deal for a, a bunch of different reasons. One, because of the money potentially that could be drawn into MLS yes, from this. That's the positive. That's a positive. I will tell you right now, I know this for a fact, as a matter of fact. As a matter of fact, it's a fact. <laughs> there are people who literally say, uh, or who literally spend, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars betting on Major League Soccer games. There yes. are people who do that across it's the world. It that is, is a happening. Career. 
Get off my back, mom. <laughs> yeah. If I want to bet my life savings on Major League Soccer, let me do it. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's my legal right. It, and you can, you can, you can, you can do it. Um, a lot of it comes from uh, the United Kingdom. Yep. Um, betting on all sorts of soccer games there. They actually have. Whenever I went to uh, go see uh, Chelsea. Um, at Stamford Bridge, I, I went in there and they have betting booths inside the stadium. Yeah, well, you can, that's, just, that's awesome. When you watch the the Premier League and the Championship, every third sponsor is, is, a, is, is a, a betting bet. sponsor, and, well, and, and they, it's all a different site. I mean, and so, they yeah. sponsor teams. Yes, I mean straight up teams. This isn't like, oh, hey, yeah, we're sort of sponsoring off to this. We just sponsor the stadium. No, 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 right across the team. <laughs> all, all, you know, and that's how it yeah. goes. Um, so you know, and and a lot of this comes from uh, from Asia as well. Mm-hmm. Huge, huge betting going on There's, in Asia. If it's not a British betting site, it's, it's an Asian. Asian betting betting site. Site. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so you you look at all these things. So there's a ton of money that's in this. Now, there are some pluses and some minuses on all of this betting stuff. I think for me, um, one of the big things is, you know, what does this partnership do for the league is that it puts the league sort of ahead of some of the other major sports that are that are doing this stuff okay. uh, in the United States in terms of having those betting partnerships. And it shines a light on the league because now when you go to an MGM resort, you know, having, you know, LA Galaxy there and having, you know, all the, you know, your Atlanta United's when you have these franchises popping up there for name recognition, that's going to open up the league. Yeah, it, it should. And, and it should be be bringing some financial for the teams and for the league itself. Yes. If it's single entity, any money the league gets also benefits the teams overall in a yeah. general sense. Um, so that's something. Uh, one of the things you have to look at, though, is that for, you know, what does this do for MLS players? That starts to be a little more of a question mark. Well, that, go, that goes back to the funding thing. If the, if the league is making money off of these partnerships, are the players benefiting from it? And when you look at MLS salaries and when they release, when the union releases those salaries, MLS players on the minimum do not make a lot of money. So right. if you're talking about, uh, you know, a young player, and I'm n- not naming any names, I don't want to put anyone on the spot, but if there's a young player who's maybe making around 80,000, 90,000 and they have a starting role on a team and it it leaves itself open to some some scary things that you know you hear about corruption all over the world with match fixing and I think that happens when you have your players who are not paid uh substantially they are susceptible to probably make it make an impact if they can make their money elsewhere. So that's the dangerous thing. If they are making money, they need to make sure that their players are taken care of so they're not open uh, to some of those scandals that, that are likely to happen. Yeah, and and this is something... I wrote a book like two years ago. Um, you wrote a book? I, <laughs> I wish. No. <laughs> I don't have that kind of patience. Oh. That's some, that's some follow-through I don't think I have. I can barely Te- get through our... Uh, I was going to uh, say text-to-speech. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's just just dictate it. Um, I read a book that talked about match-fixing and how it really happens, and I would be amazed by now if it was if it hadn't already happened in Major League Soccer. I just... Yeah. It's too easy to do... Um, it's one of those crazy things that you sort of have to, you know, say, okay, it's probably happening, but that means that for the players and for the leagues that they're going to have to go in there and sort of say, okay, these are the rules for this, right? You really have to start clamping down on this. And it means a lot more monitoring by the, um, league of what, how this betting is going and whether the betting, you know, sort of raises any red flags in terms of the, the patterns. Looking, looking at situations as they happen in games, uh, you know, I don't know what the, the, the lines, I haven't bet on soccer, so I really can't tell you right. how exactly. So I don't know if there's over-unders or goals scored or uh, how, it, how it all works, but you need to be careful when, you know, you see suspect plays happen and, and it affects the betting line. And, you know, it happens in football a lot, uh, college sports in particular. And so when you see these strange things happen, it's just something to keep an eye on. And they do need to have, uh, if they are going to have this partnership, then they need to have someone who's going to look o- watch after it. I'll say this though. Uh, whenever you get onto what does this do for the fans, this has the highest potential for positivity as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Because all of the stuff we complain about, not understanding injuries, um, <laughs> all of the like the, the bad game information that we mm-hmm. get constantly has to be has to go by the by the wayside. It's one of the reasons that the NFL has mandated injury reports, and it says whether or not a player, uh, pri- you know, uh, pay or, or took part in practice yeah. every day, or if they took part in some practice, or if they didn't take part in any practice. That happens every single day, and it's reported by a third party, not necessarily for somebody who works for the team. So it's one of those things that you look at and say, okay, so if MLS is going to go down this path of really encouraging betting, then they their information and the way that they to be hand that information to us has to be better because yeah. right now it is a joke and we're yeah. certainly going to talk more about how it is a joke right now. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest betting leagues right now is the NFL and you know, there's weather reports seven, you know, seven days out. So you know what the weather's going to be like on the field, you know, who's injured. There are ways around it. I mean, you do have like your Bill Belichick's who just, 
everyone's on, you can <laughs> everyone's lie. injured and everyone's, you know, people it, who are healthy aren't healthy. And so there are ways you around this and it's maybe it won't be totally transparent, but the first step is at least making it a mandate. And that does push, it, it puts the, the pressure on a little more because right now there's no incentive for any team to share information. I mean, if we had a player who had an injured Achilles, why would, why would we share that information? What, what's it only the benefit? Yeah, what's the benefit of it? Yeah, yeah, it, it besides keeping I mean, a I'm fan hi- base. I'm hypothetical. Hypothetical, speaking, obviously. obviously. That's not a real situation. I mean, it's crazy. Why would it benefit your fan base to know what's going on with <laughs> one of your top played players and one of the highest paid players? Oh, no, the highest paid player in Major League Soccer. <laughs> Just a hypothetical. Well, why would it benefit you to do that? And here's the thing I, I really, really believe, and I remember when MLS mandated these things. I remember Bruce yeah. Arena getting fined for, for not, not do- disclosing somebody's <laughs> injury. Yeah. And and that's something it's, that's something that continues to need to, that needs to happen right and, now. And I'll tell you what, if if the big money is coming in gambling, and that's so funny to say this, Major League Soccer, the big money is coming in. But if money is coming in, and these injuries aren't being disclosed, they're you know someone's gonna the blood is gonna be on someone's hand, and ho- hopefully not literally. But yeah, I was gonna say know? easy on the. I don't I don't know which uh, mob circles listen to the show, but it, it's there's gonna be people pushing for injuries to be disclosed because you can't. You can't give an unfair advantage like that. No, and that's the unfair advantage, though. I mean, can we can we quantify that just a little bit? <laughs> because how much is it if Major League Soccer coaches are scouting through the league, as in the league mandates? Okay, if, if that's fine, you can understand that. Yeah. But if they're not already scouting, like there's yeah. no way that Portland doesn't know whether cheating, or not, not trying. <laughs> Zlatan isn't isn't playing or not. Yeah. I mean, they know that. Well, I mean, they have guys who are going to go out to the field and be like, "Okay, is he there? You know, is that is that is that how it's going to go?" Fire um, up the drone. Yeah, it, exactly. I mean, that's that's <laughs> yeah. what you expect, though, and you expect to see those types of things from from it. Just it needs to get better, and, and it certainly is. I mean, the part of this sponsorship agreement is going to say, and they say it's enhanced MLS data for fans and sports betting customers. Yeah, you're so, gonna, like I said, you're going to get weather. You're going to get all this data that you didn't know existed. You know, when you talk about analytics and basketball and baseball, that's because of betting is because all these analytics sway the game. And so, yeah, you're going to get more uh, more analytics in the sport, which I think is a good thing. Television visible signs for all 100 plus nationally broadcast games, uh, unique MLS theme promotions and sweepstakes utilizing MLS prizing, match footage and photography, MLS talent and a host of mutually beneficial hospitality and event opportunities in Las Vegas and beyond. Um, in addition, MGM, MLS and Roar Digital will develop a free to play game for fans to deepen fan engagement, drive adoption of sports betting in regulated states and build a base of potential sports bettors in states where regulation we're is gonna, still to be adopted <laughs> we're gonna sink our claws in and we're gonna give you just a little taste get the free game and then we're gonna get you to put the money in yeah it, it, classic it's, it's classic hey, it's vegas good, stuff it, it's good stuff i mean whenever you see it so look for a game i mean there's going to be something that comes out that's going yeah. to get you a little bit hooked and it may not cost you anything because yeah. it says it's free yeah but eventually that's going to lead to be like Freemium. hey hey do you uh do you want to that you did pretty good last week yeah. do you want to pay ten dollars on this <laughs> i mean it starts to get into you know like the DraftKings stuff yes. where it doesn't cost you a ton of money to do yeah five dollar league hey you know tell a friend let's get you know, 10 people in here, you can win $50. And of course, you know, whatever the, the hosting site, they're the ones who really make the bulk of that money. But you you know, you walk away with a little something and, and exactly DraftKings model. That's something that's, that's Ve- easily Ve- the type of thing. Vegas that, is all yeah, over that. They're going to exactly. be like, okay, listen, okay. we're not going to let this. I mean, you yeah. have to understand that Vegas has been, you know, sort of that captive audience. And so mm-hmm. Atlantic city, same thing, yeah. but they've sort of been these little thresh, these little areas where they've been like, okay, we know. And as soon as they found out that it was going, now they're going after yeah. everybody. Yeah. So they're going to look at this as an opportunity and not necessarily um, a disadvantage for Vegas. Uh, MLS players association came out with a response to this deal. Uh, the MLS players association, obviously the, uh, the union that backs the MLS players, uh, says MLS's sponsorship agreement with MGM and sports betting in general will generate additional revenues. At the same time, sports betting presents a significant attendant challenges for players that need to be addressed by MLS and state and federal legislatures. Players' rights and protections must be clearly defined in this new landscape. The MLSPA has been working closely with other players' associations and with the league to both understand and mitigate any negative impact of sports betting on players. We will continue to work to assure that the players have a seat at the table and that their concerns are are understood and addressed. So again, the the sort Good of times. negative negative side <laughs> of that, which is, like, hey, you know, could could this actually be yeah. one and, of the things? And if this is happening happening in leagues across the world, there's a way to do it. Obviously, you know, you're never going to be perfectly clean. Um, but 
again, in the end, it's going to bring revenue and that's what talks money talks. And if it brings revenue in, then of course the league is going to, is going to back and be behind it. But of course the players union, that's, that's the statement they should be making is that they're going to keep an eye on and making sure that their players have a seat at the table and they're taken care of. But speaking of betting, yeah, who are we going to bet on? Which is the first club that's going to be involved in the, in the betting scandal? Who's likely to, to Vancouver and they're outside Vancouver? of the U S yeah, it's going to make, it's make it a hundred percent. Um, ah, who could it be? I don't know. I feel like NYCFC you think? feels slimy it, or the, yeah. it does feel yeah, dirty, like the, <laughs> but I, I, it just doesn't feel, if I they bet don't need the money, like, they've got oil money. It's I guess be the, like real salt Lake, right? Yeah. It's one of the sort of you'd never see coming. No, yeah. you're going to be surprised by it. They're like in Utah. They're like, yeah, yeah. They offered them some, some alcohol on a Sunday after, after lights out. That's how it works. Um, no. So anyway, that's, that's sort of the thing with this. I think this is a great deal. I really do. I think eventually it works. Listen, um, you can say what you want, but England isn't like this giant max fix, max match yeah, fixing that's true. like area where you're sitting there going, and they probably have more betting than almost any. It's at least at the forefront than most uh, other places. I'm sure around the world they I, bet on everything. I, and I'd imagine there's a lot of regulations in place with how hard they push it. You can't push it that hard without having uh, checks and balances in place. Uh, let's see. Let's go through a little bit of stats that I was able to to drill up here before we go. Just some just some fun stuff that uh, I found uh, as I was going through it, all of it. Uh, one of the first stats that I have is that uh, there are only two teams, by the way, that have zero points so far through the, through the year. They're both in the Western Conference. And I, I like you, you, I like where you're going with this. You, one of them is the Vancouver Whitecaps, who we okay. just mentioned, and the other one is the San Jose oh, Earthquakes. Both of those teams have lost so good. all three of their <laughs> first three games. Uh, there's a couple teams who've only played two games, but they have already yeah. scored points, so it doesn't, it doesn't matter. That's it. Um, it. It's just that's that's interesting to yeah. see already. They're already. It feels it, like when you when you start hearing the terms historically bad next to these teams, uh, you know, it makes you feel good as an LA Galaxy fan. But it it is concerning given the Galaxy's form form against struggling teams in years past. So H- hasn't been we'll, good. We'll pump the brakes until yeah. uh, until we take care of business. Uh, one of the other things that popped up while I was doing research is if you look at the LA Galaxy's home points, they played two games, they've gotten two wins, they're perfect at home so far, six points from two games. 100%. 100%. Uh, in 2017, they gained a total of 14 points at home. That was it, 14 <laughs> points. So if you look at it, the We're six on. points is already 42.8% of the way oh. to that total of 2017. Uh, now in 2018, they finished with 28 points. Okay. Um, so that's something to watch. And on average, the LA Galaxy have finished with just under 30 points at home uh, every year. So last year, even it's though it pace. was okay, it was average yeah. when you look at it. Um, some of the, the top home scoring year of all time. Do you know which year it was? Top 2012. No. 2011? Yeah. Okay. 2011. <laughs> uh, 41, 41 points yeah. at home. 2010 to 2012, I think you're safe to, you know, Whatever the records are, those are the years that you want to, you know, if you're you're placing your bets at MGM Resorts, that's where you want to place your bets. That's where you want. That's <laughs> that's, that's a good one to uh, to go. Uh, six of twenty four seasons. So of the twenty four seasons the LA Galaxy have been around, uh, six of those twenty four seasons have had a better start. Um, and so they got a better start in twenty thirteen when they had seven points through three games. Okay. Only twenty ten, and nineteen ninety six did they start three and zero. Wow. So um, that's an interesting. We, we need to look into the archives. Are any of those shootout wins? Yeah, I'm sure. If you okay. go back and you can't. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Whatever, whenever we st- <laughs> whenever, yeah. whenever MLS stopped the even... shootout, there's like the modern era and there's the shootout era. You always have to demark it. Yeah. Um, I always forget. I used to have it marked on one of the charts that I had, and I don't have that chart in front of me, so I don't remember. It was like 2000, 2001, 2002. Was it that late or was it? Sure. It may have even been 99, 2000. I don't remember. Yeah, but I, I had 99. It, I had it marked down uh, for that. So of that, uh, nine of 24 seasons, the Galaxy have had six points or more through three games. So nine of those 24, which means that 15 other seasons have started worse off than yeah, what the Galaxy a good have sign. started. This is promising. After three games, trying to draw long-term <laughs> conclusions to any of this stuff is hysterical. We're winning MLS Cup. Yeah. Um, the LA Galaxy currently have had uh, designated players play only 46.9% of the total available minutes. Ooh, um, do you have last year's? What was the... Because I think that was in the neighborhood, right? Yeah, it was right around that. Yeah. Um, it so was, uh, no, I think it ended up being about 60%, but it was driven by uh, Roman, and it was driven by yeah. Jonathan Dos Santos, obviously. Cause, but and Jonathan, had he was on the World Cup break as well. So yeah. Yeah, I, I thought it was lower. It, it may have been. I can I can it's possibly, right. I mean, right. you know. It's an off week. We got time. Oh, I'll tell you. Want to hear the story about how I got my birth <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> this one time at band camp. Um, no, it's just uh, all of these stats and, and trying to look at, at these things I think are always interesting. But then like people are already asking me for that stats 
article that I do. They're like, oh, you need to do one of those articles. I'm like, calm down. Three games no, is no, it's No tough. one's asking you for that. Yeah, no, they did. I swear <laughs> to God. Um, 50.7 was the, oh, wow. was the designated okay. player. So it was only slightly higher. Yeah, so not much right. in yeah. the neighborhood. Uh, whenever you added Zlatan and Ola Kamara to it, it ended <laughs> up being 63.5%. Yeah, that's, that's the yeah. cheat. Yeah. yeah. That's Of course, it's a cheat way uh, of doing it. I had to try to make it look somewhat better. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so that's sort of the, the stats that I went over. There's nothing that's, that's too far. If, if you went right now, the LA Galaxy on pace to score 57 point something goals um, and give up 57 point something <laughs> goals. So That's uh, what happens. Goal differential goal of zero. And you try to predict it out over yeah. 34 games. It's simple math and it gives you no information, but it's always fun to do. Yeah. The, the promising thing about this and being undefeated at home, I know it's been two games. Uh, said it after the first game and uh, after being at the second game, there is a different feel at the home games. And and I don't know how to quantify that or how you measure that, but it just seems like, you know, Dignity Health Sports Park may be a place where opponents are not going to have an easy time coming into because it just, it just feels different. There's a different aura in that stadium when teams come in there. And again, two games, small sample size, but from what I've witnessed and from what I've seen, it seems like the players, you know, they definitely had a different showing uh, at home than they've done on their one road trip. Well, uh, before we get to our uh, COG uh, madness here, <laughs> I want to get everybody updated on injuries and go a little bit over training. Uh, training has been a little hit and miss here over the last couple days just because of the wind and the rain. Uh, Larry went there, I believe, Larry Morgan, not on Twitter, uh, went over to um, training on, or was going to go over to training on Tuesday and was told that uh, they were only going to do gym sessions inside. Maybe some of the guys would be outside, so it wasn't really worth going, so that was fine. Um, and then they went to... Uh, and then he went to training on Thursday. Thursday, wind and rain, but the Galaxy did have an intra-squad scrimmage today. I don't know who won. I don't know what the teams were. <laughs> the blue um, team. The blue, the blue team, team won. won. Yeah. The LA Galaxy remain undefeated uh, <laughs> in that one. Uh, so anyway, they... Uh, I'm sorry. Night Navy. Night Navy won. Uh, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, um, but anyway, so you go in and, and you look at who trained today. Uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic not on the field. We'll get to that in a second. Um, Roman Alessandrini was on the field, trained off to the side, did not participate in the intra-squad. Juninho back to full training. Perry Kitchen's still out. We're just going to yeah. not like mention him for a while because he's still out. Uh, whenever he comes back, we'll know more. Yeah. We know according to his Instagram, again, if you're following at Galaxy Profile on Instagram, Perry Kitchen wants to come back. He's missing it. Juninho posted he is coming back soon. Yes. So, yeah, oh, so he's yeah. expecting to come back. Larry, uh, if you go to cornerthegalaxy.com uh, and you click on his story, his Galaxy notebook that just came up, uh, you will see right there that he had uh, he did and get a chance to talk to Juninho um, regarding his injury and everything else. So I have some quotes from Juninho. Might as well read those to you. Uh, the uh, Juninho says regarding the injury, it was his left knee cartilage. It's been bothering me for years. When I started training here, I started feeling it and I stepped out. I started making plans to be back out here as soon as possible. Today, I feel great. It's good to be back on the pitch, doing what I love, being part of this team. That's why I'm here. Uh, he goes on to say, no surgery, just the therapy to get it strong. Now I'm fully healthy. I'm getting close to 100%. I think I'll be able to help as soon as the coach calls me. Um, he goes on to say, I was not expecting at all to be out that long. Honestly, I was thinking at the start I would be fully healthy, being part of the team and being able to contribute much quicker, but you never know. The knee started bothering that bothering me. That's why I stepped out. The season is a long one, and I think I have a lot to contribute to the team. I'm just looking forward to my opportunities. That's the way it is. Hopefully the coach looks for me, and I'll be 100%. Um, and so really, I mean, he goes, he, he goes, it sort of feels like old times. He goes, that's why I'm here to contribute to the team. Um, and he says, uh, did you see me today? I was getting back in shape. I, I, <laughs> did this you see that? Hey did, mom, hey, yeah, look at you, me. Did you watch me? Larry, Larry's <laughs> out there. So uh, he's talking to Larry. He says, did you see me today? I was getting back in shape. The knee is not bothering me at all anymore. That's a good point to be. I hope as soon as I have the opportunity, I can step on the field again. Um, Guillermo Barrescalotto talking about injuries. This one in particular. And we, again, will have more follow-ups. Zlatan Ibrahimovic did not train, trained inside, um, according to the LA Galaxy, although nobody was there to actually see him training. So who knows whether he was training or not. Um, <laughs> it could have been a hologram. It could have been. It, that's cool. You could get a Zlatan hologram. <laughs> I bet he would buy a Zlatan, Zlatan hologram. Zlatan hologram would finish fifth in the golden boot for Major League <laughs> Soccer. Absolutely. Probably so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think that would I'm happen. With it. Only, only slightly lower than the actual Zlatan. <laughs> uh, the Zlatan hologram would break all the records. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, Guillermo Barrescalotto speaking about Zlatan, he says, I think we give him one, one week more to 
stay out and get the recovery 100% before we start training again on Tuesday. We're thinking about the game with Portland. I think he'll be fine to play. Roman is fine. David Bingham, who has not trained this week, felt something in his leg against Minnesota, but he'll be okay. So a little Bingham, a little yeah. Bingham update. Maybe, All right. was, maybe that's why he let that goal in. Yeah, um, let's see. Do, 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 do. I'm trying to see if there's anything else. There's a whole bunch of stuff here from Guillermo Barrescola we can well, get into if we want to. But Well, I will say with Juninho, it's a good sign that he's feeling healthy. The one worrisome part of that quote that he is, it's something that's been bothering me for years. So if it's something that's a lingering injury, um, you know, knee cartilage, if he didn't have surgery to repair it, then it is something that may be a concern later on in the season. That's the concern. The good thing is if he is closer to 100%, the timing is very good because with Legette and uh, Jonathan both out with international duty, um, depending on rest or how things may go, Juninho may need to slot himself in uh, sooner uh, given that uh, those mid, our core of the midfield uh, is out with their national teams right now. So that's that's uh, the, the pluses and minuses from Juninho. With <laughs> what GBS said about Zlatan, it, we'll give him a little bit of a pass, but I think we need to teach him what 100% means. 100% means... You, Zero you, you, chance that it's not going to happen. So 100% that he'll be training, but I think he'll be ready for Portland. So is that 100%? Is that not 100%? So that that's where it gets a little in that gray area. Kevin called me from Orlando, where he's covering the U.S. men's national team and will be headed to Houston whenever they go play that next game. Um, or actually, maybe he won't be. Maybe he's going to Mexico. I can't remember. He's switching up at one point oh, and going to the Mexican national team as well. Um Here's the deal is that he called me. He says, you know, I'm getting beat up again because everybody thinks I'm being negative about Slothon's injury. <laughs> People are, are mean to, to the panda. <sighs> All the time. I haven't seen it. It's, you know, it's... <laughs> It's one of those uh, things that's like the pay isn't enough for this. And it's yeah. like, we don't get paid to like deal yeah. with people who are just going to be idiots <laughs> all the gonna, time. You know, hit a little lethal weapon. I'm getting too old for this. Yeah, I'm get. I am <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes I think that's true. Uh, but, you know, he was saying, it. I'll tell you this, that well, and I'm on Kevin's side on this one. I think Eric here, I'm on, on our side as well. Okay. The information that we've received about Zlatan Ibrahimovic is nothing. You've received no information about Zlatan Ibrahimovic because the, the team really hasn't released anything. When asked whether it was his right Achilles or his left Achilles, the LA Galaxy didn't no. Uh, when asked what the injury was, Guillermo Barrescoloto says that he, you know, he says, oh, you know, it's a tweak. Um, I believe that was what actually came out today was that, that yes. it was a tweak. What does a tweak mean? Um, you know, there were there were rumors and concerns that there was a tear of this Achilles. Um, and whether or not that's true or not, we have no way of knowing. A tweak is not a diagnosis. Mm -hmm. um, a tweak is anecdotal evidence that is sort of like, oh, I tweaked my arm. Yeah, I you tweaked know? my back. I tweaked my back. I tweaked my ankle. You know, that type of thing. Those are, those are small knocks. Small knocks do not keep a player out of two games now um, and out of training for, what, three weeks? Yeah, it's, if 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 he comes back uh, on the thirty first, it will have been twenty nine days uh, since Latan had last played. And so, I I would love to disagree with you to make good pod and say no, he's fine, everything's okay. But I I am in a hundred percent agreement. Again, listening, uh, Guillermo, hundred percent. I, I agree hundred percent that this doesn't tell us anything because the tweak, you know, what was it a strain? Was it a bruise? Uh, was it a tear? We, that doesn't really release any information. So I know there are a lot of people saying, Hey, looks like he's going to be back. This is a good sign. And, and he could be, you know, in the galaxy are hundred percent. We're back, baby. Everything's going to, you know, coming up roses. But again, proceed with caution. He's been out for a long time. This is at his age and this type of injury. It's just something to monitor. If, if he does come back, it doesn't mean that the Achilles is no longer a concern. You still have to keep an eye on it. It's still something that he needs to be careful with because we don't know how serious it really is. Yeah, there's, there's been again, there's been no information. Remember that Guillermo was, and this is what we were told that if, and, and we were relayed this information that if Zlatan really had to play, he could have played against Dallas, and if he really needed to play, he could have played against Minnesota, and and now it's well, if he really needed to train, he could have trained, <laughs> you know, out uh, uh, this week, and. By the way, we were told he was expected to be back in training. Now, does that mean he was doing no training whatsoever? Nothing, which, by the way, was never communicated that he was just completely MIA and absent from training at all. Um, you know, is that one of the things that, that sort of comes in there? Um, or was it that, again, that the injury is more severe? It just, it we're getting, you yeah. have been given zero information so far besides just yeah. sort of, oh, he's, yeah, everything's fine. But the club controls the narrative here because uh, when there were... Uh, you know, I, it seems like the club is aware of what people are, are clamoring for and what they want to see. And, you know, you saw pictures of, of Roman out at training running. Uh, so if, if he was Zlatan's inside, 
here's a picture of him on a bicycle. Here's a picture of him in his galaxy training gear. You can control the narrative here if that's the case. But when you don't see it, that's where the concerns start to come. When you see an Instagram post of a lion laying on its back, and that's Latan saying, this is me right now. I don't read that as a positive thing uh, that he feels like he's laid out on his back. I don't think that's a good thing. But hopefully, hopefully we're just being pessimists. We're looking at this the negative way and he's fine and he can come back for Portland and, and everything will be great and he's back. But it just, it doesn't seem that way. Because if he were healthy, you would think that that would be announced and you wouldn't be referencing a tweak right now. Well, ultimately, and I'm I'm almost sure that I'll get an email or a text <laughs> message whenever this all comes. Ultimately, we're going to look like we're wrong. Yes. All right, because we're sitting here questioning, speculating, speculating and giving the, sm- the small amount of information that we have. We're getting that and we're trying to, ma- we're trying to tell a story with it. And that's mm-hmm. always hard to do. And the fact is that, you know, when you're not given answers about something that you, you, when, when you're reporting, when you're looking at any of this stuff, you have to trust your gut. Is there more there? Does something, fe- something doesn't feel right. Usually I can say, Hey, what's this guy's injury? And they're like, Oh, it's a hamstring, right? Yeah. Hamstring. Or Perry about, Kitchen. He's yeah. out in a boot. You yeah. know, you know which leg it is. He, yeah, it's, it's not being hidden. You know that he's going to be out for a long, for a considerable amount of time. And, and again, I'm predicting that I'm going to be wrong on yeah, this. He'll come back the 31st and they're going to say, every, I told you so. And they'll be like, we told you it was fine. <laughs> and the whole time, but really they, they've told you nothing. So yeah. if you're sitting there singing, thinking, oh, you know, positive, happy thoughts, that's cool because you, they have led you to think that you're able to do that yeah. um, because of the stuff that they've given you. But I can also say that if you're out there thinking negative thoughts and thinking that you haven't been given, you're right, that's you haven't been given the information. And, and, and again, going back to the galaxy, controlling the narrative here, He's had, you know, at least 14 days to rest on it. And now he'll have additional time, uh, you know, basically another two weeks to prep for it. So again, if he does need this recovery time, this is the time, you know, why worry your fans if it's something in two weeks, he'll be fine. Why, you know, put it out there and say it's a strain. We're worried about it. We're keeping an eye on it. Why worry your fans when, you know, in a couple of weeks it will be okay. And then, you know, you could say we were right all along. He was fine. I'll, I'll tell you this, that if I'm the LA Galaxy, and he just played against Dallas and he played against Minnesota that I shut him down for this week yeah. anyway because there's no point to having what, what are you going to do Zlatan? <laughs> Zlatan, we need you for the... No, you, no, we don't need you at all. Go go, go vacation. I don't care yeah. where you go. Don't come here. Go to Paddle Center, whatever that is. He keeps posting about that. Really? Yeah. What is it? Where is it? Is I think, it in, I think, I think it's, it's back in Sweden. Sweden? Yeah. I think okay. it's like a fitness center or some type so like of... like a 24-hour uh, fitness? Like, yeah, I don't know. Like a squash. I don't know. I haven't done the research. I'll dig you into just, that. Here's just, my homework. You just threw it out, but, and now now you're leaving me with more questions Again, I'm, and answers. I'm, I'm just I'm just following. This is something that he's been promoting. This feels like. Are, do you work for the LA Galaxy? I do you're, not. You're you're you're, no, you're just, giving me no information. I'm, I'm trying to funnel people into at Galaxy Profile on Instagram. That's okay. where I'm funneling my 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 energy here. Whatever. Hey, whatever you want to do, <laughs> you you go ahead and do that. Um, all right. So yeah, that's what it is. Again, March 31st game, uh, which will be played on the anniversary of the first LA Galaxy versus LAFC game. El Trafico. Um, Let's the, call it what El, it is. It's yeah, El Trafico. Yeah, Bob Bradley. <laughs> I said I don't know. I went on ESPN with uh, with Dave Denholm, uh, my good buddy Dave. Oh, careful um, there with the celebrity drop. I was on oh, that ESPN. Was, yeah, that was a name drop for sure. <laughs> I was just saying. Uh, I did that a couple weeks ago, and he said, "Hey, what do you think about the name?" And, and Dave has always been against the El Trafico name. Yeah. Um, but he's also against VAR. I pay him almost no attention to some of it. There's a couple of his uh, his uh, um his opinions then i'm just like dude you're just you're so far off base on it it's not even funny and he knows that we disagree completely yeah. so anyway he was like oh i've always liked i think like the 12 mile derby or whatever it is because see, it's, i don't it's, i don't want a derby and i don't want a classic and the seat and that's sort of what it, I, I and i said to him i said number one is you don't get to rename um a a a game Something that you've never just, won you're, okay okay so bob bradley can't sit there yeah. and go oh well i think it should be renamed yeah. okay well bob win a game <laughs> Yeah. You know, it's one of those. Um, and two, you, we've already done this. This yeah. was already a thing. People threw out names and everybody was like, oh, it's El Trafico. Yeah. And, and and it caught on. And that's one of those things, you know, and I did hear from people because uh, I did some commenting on this. And it just people there are people who don't like it, but it is what it is now. You, you can't you can't take put the toothpaste back in the tube. So I think even if you didn't like the name to begin with. It's El Trafico, and okay. it is what it is now. Okay, I think we have one of our Sweden, list- Sweden Ooh, listeners. Sweet, there yeah. he is. Paddle Center. What is Paddle Center? He says, uh, yeah, it's right here in Sweden. Okay. It's, okay. it's Paddle Center that him and Pogba opened. Perfect. Okay, so. See? Now, is it like Paddle Tennis? Is this is this chat room? Let us chat room. Paddle tennis. Because I'm all about paddle tennis. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming there's some paddles involved. We need to go to Sweden and play paddle tennis. Done and done. I'm I'm there. Well, maybe we can get like a, an invite from Zlatan. Do you hey, think maybe we could? I be think like, if Sports Expressin is listening, we'll, yes. we'll, we'll we'll take the trip to to 
do the story on on paddle. They should fly us over there. We'll do a podcast from the paddle. That's what I'm saying. I'm available. I'm in. Yeah, I'm available. (laughs) (laughs) I'm available. That that California lottery money isn't exactly, uh, you know, putting putting a lot of money in my bank account. Bjorn Borg was also involved in the paddle center. uh, Famous tennis player pulling. I was pulling. Swedish tennis player. There you go. Um, So yeah, there we go. Okay, good stuff. Good stuff. Yes, and yes, it is paddle tennis. All right. We're in. Just send us the flight information. <laughs> we are on our way. Andy Pandy, right there. There you Just go. Andy, Andy, can we come stay on your Airbnb. couch? Airbnb. We're coming, we're coming for you, Andy. <laughs> That's right. Uh, all right. So lots of fun. All right. Let's get into our fun thing then. Um, we're pretty much done. Let's go. Let me give you... <laughs> Before I said that, right. before, before, just again, more Preemptive. LA Galaxy noobs before we get into our, you know, corner of the galaxy madness and our brackets and something that you're going to be able to play along with eventually whenever we figure out how we're going to do that. But we're going to yeah. do it. Um, the LA Galaxy will play against uh, the Portland Timbers on March 31st. It's a Sunday game, 6 p.m. Dignity Health Sports Park, ESPN2. Portland Timbers have allowed 10 goals in their last three games and they have 12 road games to start the season. They don't get to go back to Portland till June. Yeah, that's nuts. That's crazy. They're adding the uh, yeah. the upper deck into that stadium. It's funny with the renovations that they're doing. I didn't think it was going to be that long of a break because it's it's a renovation. They're not rebuilding the stadium from scratch. So it's interesting um, how that's working. How long that they're out? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, all interesting. All right. Let's get ready to rumble. I think somebody has that <laughs> copyrighted. I probably can't say that. I'll yeah. probably have to pay money the for, bu- yeah. for whatever. All apologies to the Buffer family. That's right. Uh, <laughs> so we'll do it. Uh, let's go to the corner of the galaxy madness. What we have, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, and if not, what you can do is uh, go to our website eventually, and we're going to have this this bracket up and a way for you to vote and all sorts of fun things. We'll figure out how that all works, but for right now, uh, you're going to want to check it out. What we have done, what we, <laughs> what the hammer has done. I was just like, yeah, this yeah, is a great show idea. Prep. Yeah, uh, this is just a great idea because we needed some some time to burn on the show for sure uh, with a no game preview yeah. really that we can do so um, and not a huge news I was gonna week say, I think you don't want it, you don't want me to do the game preview anymore after the last one yeah yeah that's <laughs> I think I think you're done with that see what yeah. happens when See? you beat the boss that's why I had to bring my own content today you, you don't you don't get to play anymore <laughs> yeah otherwise you wouldn't get to talk uh, what Eric has done is ranked the top 16 what he's determined and, and with some input from yeah me, uh, the top 16 storylines of the 2019 series so far um and so uh one of the uh, some of these that are out there uh, you know the geo bio we're gonna go over the the yeah, the, the full the bracket, bracket here in a second um but what we have is like the geo buyout or you know the Guillermo Barish Scloto effect um the the, the GBS twins right yeah. both of those the Scloto Gustav- twins Gustavo Gustavo oh crazy uh Valdecantos is in there uh Efrain's breakout there defensive upgrades um as I called it the nose uh with <laughs> uh, with Sebastian Jujet's broken nose so we're gonna go over the but there were some that didn't make the cut Eric. Yes, yeah, so there was some honorable mention. And again, shout out to everyone who, who contributed. And it's kind of the fun thing. When I put this out there to crowdsource a little bit, a lot of the ideas that we got were already kind of floating around. And so it was nice to just get confirmation that this is kind of uh, what the people want to hear. But a couple people, you know, shout out to Trevor Lane, at Trevor underscore Lane. So the Lakers Nation, I know he, he likes to comment on a lot of uh, on Twitter and a lot of our Galaxy content. And then, of course, Madam Serrano, the outsider. He's, uh, he's in the chat yeah, room right now. So, so. Uh, you know, some good stuff. So some honorable mention. Night Navy was out there. We didn't feel like it was uh, big enough to, to crack the top 16. The loans, you know, with my beloved Juan, you know, Juan Pedro being loaned out with uh, Bradford Jamison, Ariano. The loans could have been a story on there. Didn't make it. Zlatan saying that uh, every, he was going to break every MLS record. I think the other Zlatan story uh, was more worthy of being in the rankings than that. Uh, the facial hair wars again. That's that's a uh, Trevor Lane there. You know who has the best facial hair? Sebastian Legit, Roman Alessandrini, or Zlatan. So we just didn't think that made it. And then the last one, someone said hidden seven dollar twenty five ounce IPAs. Now I don't know what where those are. If those are at the dig, the diggity seven dollar beers, please at me. Let me know where that's happening because it says hidden. So uh, didn't crack the top sixteen. But please, please at me at GIS Hammer on Twitter or at Galaxy Profile on Instagram. Where are the seven dollar beers? I want to know. But that's that's honorable mention. That didn't they didn't make the cut for the official seatings. Yeah. So uh, so what we did, and by the way, one of the ones that I think dropped out of this that I think we missed, and maybe we'll have to go back and redo okay. redo is is the is Kamara's trade. China. Oh, that was in that, my original. That and was in it, your original. Yeah, that was one of the ones. It, it the, didn't make it into the into the big one. Ooh. All right. All right. That's how it goes. Um, uh, okay. So we go through, and we'll just give you the matchups as we go, and then we're going to try to quickly sort of move through this and give you what our picks are 
right? And yeah. then we'll be able to Put let everyone... So, this, is, this is not an official yeah. ending right now, but yeah. we're going to certainly talk about some of these. Um, and maybe we just give some hints as to where it goes, and then we can discuss this at a future show as well. Yeah, we're going to give our recommendations on, uh, on what we think, but then we're going to leave it up to the people to make the final call. Yep. All right. So uh, our number one versus number 16, and these are ranked one through 16 and one through six, one and 16 play each other. Uh, the Giovanni Dos Santos buyout is a number one seed and duh, it was yeah. the biggest story. <laughs> um, whether or not it makes it to the championship, however, will be interesting. We'll and it see. has a tough matchup in the first round. Uh, that's right. It will face off against number 16, Cosmo 2.0. Um, this is really, really an interesting sort of thing that I see right now. And one of the reasons is what is going to have a longer term effect on the LA galaxy? Will the geo buyout affect the galaxy for years to come or the fact that Cosmo 1.0 is being phased out. And if that's news to you, I apologize. I don't mean to just bring it yeah. up and, and scare everybody, Jeez. but at the same time, um, Cosmo 2.0 is, is going to be taking over here eventually as Cosmo 1.0 uh, is certainly there. So GeoBio Cosmo 2.0, for me, I'm already leaning towards Cosmo 2.0 wow. being a much... Well, let's figure it this way. The LA Galaxy could afford to pay Giovanni Dos Santos six point something million dollars or whatever to that leave. buyout number is to leave, but they can't pay <laughs> Cosmo so enough to be a full-time job. What I'm hearing is Cosmo 1.0, $1 million salary. Right? Minimum. 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 So... With, with, where I think impact on the team, had they extended him, which it sounded like wasn't what they wanted to do, that could have had long-term effects on the team. And so the fact that they were able to get away from that, uh, Cosmo 2.0, mm. I feel like All right. there's there's some learning that can be done on the job. So I think Geo is the better story. I think that should that should be... 16 seed's going to give them some scares, but ultimately, Geo buyout takes it home. All right. All right. So that, so that's, we'll see how everybody ends up voting on that. Then we have a number nine versus number eight. This is on the left side of the bracket. It's on uh, the West. Yeah. In the West, <laughs> on the West, out of the West. Uh, number nine, Caleb Porter versus number eight, uh, Guillermo Barros Galoto effect. So basically bringing in GBS, yeah. what effect that has had on the LA galaxy or the effect of missing out <laughs> on Caleb Porter. These go hand yeah. in hand with each other. Which one is more important right like, now? Whoever created this bracket, what a great pairing to put these next to each other. So which it basically comes down to what do you think was a bigger deal? Do you think it was a bigger deal? The fact that they missed on Caleb Porter or that Caleb Porter played the galaxy, depending on how you look at it, or is it a bigger deal of how, uh, Guillermo Barscolotto is running things. So if you think how he how GBS is running the ship, you think that's more important or the fact that they dodged the Caleb, Caleb Porter, the Caleb Porter, uh, <laughs> if they dodged that bullet, if you think that they were better off because of that and maybe a different coach, as long as it wasn't Caleb Porter, that was a good thing. So it depends on where you uh, where you lean. I think when you look at who Scalotto's brought in, I think uh, GBS effect, the eight takes down the nine seed easily. All right. Charles in the chat room says that according to somebody on Reddit, Reddit who I'm not going to read their screen name because I'm sure I'm going to screw it up uh, on the it's LA Galaxy. Show. Remember said, that yes. too. Yeah, exactly. It says uh, next to the video game screen by the Southeast entrance that they have 25 ounce IPAs for seven Ooh, bucks. Video. Oh, and I, I discovered the video game screen. I found it last okay. time too. So I know where that is. Okay. There you go. Done and done. Thank uh, you, sir. Okay. There we go. Salute. Whew. To you, All right. my good man. So, so Caleb, Caleb Porter and GBS. <laughs> um, so for me, I, I tend to lead for the underdog, the number nine seed oh, here, wow. as missing out on Caleb Porter was way more important to the Galaxy's success. Set the dominoes in play? It, it, well, even that, but I mean, even so, if it wasn't Guillermo Verascoloto, there probably would have, you, you dodged Caleb. I was not excited about Caleb Porter coming <laughs> into the LA Galaxy. I just didn't think that that was going to be, and we, we'd been told it was so close when it came down. So anyway, that's how I lean okay. on that one. All right. Uh, let's go to number four. Dennis DeClosa coming in. Yes. Uh, versus number 13, Klein. This feels like a, like quite honestly, Chris Klein staying with the LA Galaxy yeah. um, versus Dennis DeClosa coming into the LA Galaxy. Uh, this feels like lopsided to me. <laughs> uh, you know, Dennis DeClosa is the number four there. Yeah. Seems, seems pretty easy on, on my eyes. Yeah. And it, it goes back to kind of that, uh, the Porter versus Scalotto effect. It's, what do you think? Do you think it's better that uh, DTK has taken the reins or do you think it's better that Klein has taken a seat back? So uh, you can argue that Klein may be a bigger impact because he's decided to step back and let, um, let DTK run the ship. But you could also say the fact that DK, DTK is putting his stamp on the galaxy being a better move. I think the four over 13, it's an easy win uh, for DTK. I was going to number four seed out of the West feels <laughs> like that could be even a championship Ooh, buy yeah. as well. I, I, mean, I could see them cruising if, to a, a final four. If you want to place your bets early on the number four, um, you know, into the elite eight, I think is, yeah. is easy for them. Final four yeah. seems like that, that might happen um, as well for, for the number four, Dennis to there coming out of it. Uh, then we go to number 12 versus number five. You have, 
defensive upgrades in quotation marks. Have yeah. there been enough defensive upgrades? Yeah. Is that a big enough storyline, or is the broken nose, the nose, the nose, the nose, um, for for Sebastian Legette, the broken nose? How big of a storyline has that been so far in this one? You could argue that that is a pretty even matchup there. Ooh, I see. This is where my upset happens. This is where the defense, oh, the twelve five. I think that's the twelve five. That's why you yeah. put it. Yeah, the tw- there's always an upset. Yeah, in the twelve you know, five. You know, I was intentional when I created this. I think the defensive upgrades beat the nose. They break the nose. How did I not get that on the first try? The defensive upgrades because you may say they didn't really add a lot of pieces, but the shifting that they did worked. Okay, shifting Shelvick out to the left. Mm-hmm. That uh, is bringing big- in Polenta. Stairs has been playing great. Uh, Felcher's been playing great. Uh, if the G- Gonzalez move happens, that potentially looks like it's going to be an upgrade. So I think even though it may be a work in progress, I think the defensive upgrades are going to break the nose because he's going to be fine. He played without the mask. He's fine. He's with the national team. So I don't think it's a, a major story. It's not going to impact the team. All right. Uh, we head over to the east, the right the side east. of the bracket. Uh, Zlatan's Achilles injury at a number two seed versus number 15, Roman's hamstring injury. Ooh. Ooh, the two injuries, the two, yeah, two big injuries. DP injuries there. Uh, Ramon Alessandrini has had a history of this. Zlatan Ibrahimovic was healthy last year, mm-hmm. but ha- picked up something this year. Obviously, we don't know how big of a deal. See, this is the thing. Yeah. That one, if you wait, it's tricky. It, it could be even more important. Yeah. I mean, it's clear that it should be two. Yeah. The number two seed should advance there. Zlatan's Achilles with yeah. him being paid $7.2 million. Yeah. But not knowing the severity of that, I mean, is that a championship winner? Could it beat a number one seed if Geo gets by Cosmo? Well, it's kind of one of those things. The Geo buyout is is a number one seed because of the impact it has and because he's not on the team. If Zlatan's Achilles is serious, that impacts the Galaxy season in a major way. And so I think if it is serious, that can be a championship contender. But to me, I think I have another upset here. I think the hammy... Oh, really? I think the hammy's a bigger deal because it is a recurring thing Ooh. with Roman. So wow. it's not that he's, you know, he seems to be healthy now, but I think this is something that the injury may continue to happen and that could have a bigger impact on the we team. We did not lay out our arguments for these <laughs> beforehand. So this is all new information yeah. that we're hearing from each other about where we think these Spicy things are. details. Uh, we were actually going to pick at one point, but we really wanted you guys to get involved yeah. more than anything. So um, that's the thing. Now you go in with uh, with the twins, right? Yep. So Guillermo and Gustavo, uh, both GBSs, by the yes. way. So, um, you know, the GBS twins, that makes 100% sense <laughs> as the number 10 seed and Val DeCantos, Javier Val DeCantos. The butcher. At a number seven could be be a semi-final that's my sleeper pick right there i mean how can it not be (laughs) javier valdecantos who sits at the front of the bench for every game yes and one of the reasons by the way that i sort of have have theorized on on guillermo barascoloto not saying 100% what's wrong with Slatan Ibrahimovic is because it's not GBS's job. Yeah, Valdecantos is, right, is it's telling not, them don't say anything. Well, not only that, but <laughs> Valdecantos, this is what Valdecantos will say. Zlatan's ready. He's fine. He's ready. He's ready to go. <laughs> he's ready. Whenever you need him, he's yeah. ready. He's not ready yet. Yeah. That's Valdecantos. He does all of that stuff. I mean, if you okay. saw Javier celebrating the goal yeah, oh, that was with great. Sebastian Legette and, and, and that's, everybody. Yeah. That's why he's my pick to win this is because I sit on the end line and after halftime, he goes there with the subs, and he is relentless with the subs. And in pregame as well, he his what he makes the players do, his work work ethic. You know, he has a nervous energy, but in a good way because he wants these players to succeed. And it shows no more than when the goal happened uh, with Sebastian Legit, and he celebrated with the guys. It meant just as much to him as to anyone else wearing that jersey. So I think Valdecantos sleeper pick likable guy i could see him making it to a final four all right so uh, you have valdecantos then you got efrain uh alvarez's breakout performance coming in uh making his mls debut um and then promptly going and getting uh basically two assists it was one yeah. assist but you know doing that whole thing two big plays two big plays as a number three seed against the rumors uh pato watch all those other rumors that you've seen with the was that a bigger storyline was efrain a bigger one it feels like it and yeah. this seems like an easy 314 yeah. victory i think it's a lopsided one here okay but now now you get down to that final sort of the final match, the 11 versus six. It's Again, it's an upset match. I mean, <laughs> this is if you're looking for upsets in the yeah. NCAA tournament, 11, six, you know, in those yeah. areas, those are the ones that you look for. Yeah. Um, the Beckham statue at 11. So the actual Beckham statue yes. at number 11 versus James Corden's Beckham statue <laughs> number at six. number six. A higher seed. It so is. And it should be. Yes, it I, should be. Um, to me, this feels like it might be an easy win as well. In yeah. fact, this six seed. Could climb mm-hmm. 
into that final four. I it, it's because you look at the other ones. You, who are they going to play? They're yeah. going to play Efrain. What was the bigger storyline? <laughs> Efrain's breakout or James Corden's video that I've watched four times yeah. already? I was going to say this is shaping up just like I imagined. I love this. We're we're literally arguing about a fake statue, someone's hamstring. Good times. So again, I think the statue again ranked higher because it was more well received than the actual statue. The statue there was a lot of controversy leading up to it with Beckham being first. Uh, obviously, the unveiling was a success. People enjoyed the statue. It's a great looking statue. I got to see it up close uh, at the last game. You rubbed it. Yeah, Just I, go ahead. Say, say not, you rubbed it. I technically like did not rub it. Like the hamstring. You were rubbing the <laughs> rubbing. I was photographed the with, with the statue. Okay. But uh, James Corden, that video, again, the prank on... The fact that it was a prank. The international. The, of the appeal that it just, it, it went viral. And I just think that was a much funnier way of making that statue a big deal than the actual statue itself. The the prank here, the the prank was better than the actual statue. So I could, I could see it sneaking in. All right. So again, we're going to have that up on the website. We're going to figure out a way. Um, Pam, who is our avid listener, uh, who's from here, but uh, currently works in Chicago, just texted me and said, if we don't put it on Twitter and let the people decide. Oh, yeah, yeah so that's, the I, that's the intent. OK, yeah. good. I just, yeah, we're it, not going to make these decisions for you. We're 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 men of the people. We're going to we're going to leave it up to you. Yeah, it's so uh, so certainly, Pam. There we go. We'll we'll take yeah. care of it. Calm down. <laughs> relax, right, relax. Relax. We'll, Pam. we'll we'll get it. All right, we'll get it. Um, so anyway, so so that's sort of our fun bracket again. Uh, just something to sort of fill the off week, and we're gonna put those out there so that way uh, you can take a vote on them, and we will eventually crown our winner. And I think next time Hammer comes on, which who knows could be a month from now, because oh, you know on. he doesn't he doesn't like Don't give everybody me a hard that time. much. Um, he doesn't like to come on the show that much. He's, I'm here when he's I can. Too busy. He's you know he's got like a family and kids <laughs> and a job and a job. What's, what's that all about? It's ridiculous. Anyway, uh, so we're gonna have that up. Well, look for it on the website. Look for it on Twitter. Um, we'll try to put it out on social media. Maybe we'll figure out a way to do polls where we can combine all of those. Maybe the links to set yeah. up separate polls. We'll figure it out. Yeah, maybe or, not. But maybe still. maybe not. That, yeah, sounds, that sounds that sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> maybe maybe we won't do that. But we will eventually have our winner here. And of course, uh, if you if you have any other suggestions of things that we also missed you need to hit up yes. at galaxy profile you need to hit at gis hammer on yeah. twitter in order to do that and get it done all right and again you get to see the lovely graphics on the live show so if, if you're not watching on youtube you gotta watch on youtube you gotta subscribe they all say they couldn't read it anyway i told them to move closer to the computer so <laughs> you, i'm trying to segue into subscribe to the channel josh that, oh, that was, that was the that's thing. what that was so here's the deal <laughs> so josh went and looked up analytics on his channel because why not that's more charts and josh likes charts right yeah. he looks it up and i found that 40 percent of you who are watching this show on YouTube are not subscribed to the channel. And if you did subscribe to the channel, that would probably put us up over a thousand. Yeah. And if you put us up over a thousand, we can then monetize these videos again, yeah. which means that we will get like two or three dollars every couple months. Which which I will gladly take and use <laughs> you get nothing. the at Galaxy Profile slush fund that I'm just <laughs> dying to get going. So again, subscribe on YouTube. It's 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 a lot of fun. Forty percent. That's like Galaxy DP minutes that are being played. Yeah. I, mean, I mean you gotta subscribe. That that could be a big jump. If you love the show, obviously you're watching it. It doesn't cost you anything. Hit subscribe. It's it's good for you. Helps us out. Helps helps us help you out. We get to create more brackets. You get to yell at us. It's good times. Smash that like button, man. <laughs> Smash that like button. You watch way too many YouTube videos. I do. I do. Yeah. I watch way too many. Smash it. <laughs> Smash it and subscribe. Then turn on your notifications. That's anyway. We'll be back for the unboxing next week. <laughs> we'll be looking at the LOL surprise dolls. <laughs> That's how we get more viewers. That's, that's what, that's we, how, just, we just we just need yes. to, we need to go for toy yeah. reviews. Is that it? <laughs> tech reviews. We could do that. Maybe you know what? If somebody wants to send us tech to review, <laughs> that's fine because you know I'll just keep it. It's it's all good. <laughs> I'm sure we'll I'm sure we'll do a professional job. All right. Uh, LA Galaxy come up play on March 31st again. Injury updates as best as we can. You've got them right there. Uh, follow Corner of the Galaxy uh, com where we're gonna have all the updates leading up to this uh, Portland game on Sunday. So um, you know it, it looks like Sebastian Legette uh, got I think about. Uh, let's see. He got came in, in the 62nd yeah. minute, so he got some run out with the uh, with that. We'll see how good both Jonathan Dos Santos and Sebastian Legette are when they return. And certainly, Larry's sort of hinting that maybe they might miss the Portland game. And yes, that is a possibility. I don't think it's going to happen. It doesn't feel that yeah. way. If they're getting 30 minutes. Best the best case scenario for an LA Galaxy fan is Sebastian Legette and Jonathan Dos Santos go to their uh, away friendlies and don't play a single minute. Obviously, that's not going to happen. Right. But you know, you hopefully get li limited injuries, no minutes if they're or no uh, limited 
minutes, no injuries, excuse me. Uh, so if they come back healthy and they didn't play full 90s, then they should be ready to go for Portland. Yeah, and and that's that's likely. Um, that's what we should. That's what we should see. That's what you should count on. But we'll update that as we go through the week, as they return, and as the LA Galaxy get ready to host the Portland Timbers again. Portland Timbers uh, have one draw and two losses on the season. Lost some bad games. One was in a blizzard. One was to FC Cincinnati. Um, and where was the other game? I can't remember. Where'd they get their draw? Was the, I can't remember. Where was their draw? I can't remember. Oh, their draw was the Blizzard against Colorado. Okay, And yes. then they played LAFC yes. and they lost. Yeah, careful, that, you can't say that name here. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're uh, biased. They, they you're lost. biased, Josh. I am. Um, <laughs> they lost. I voted for Carlos Vela like two, in two weeks in a row for MLS Player of the Week. Um, so so you look at those and, and sort of pay attention. But anyway, I mean, Portland sort of, it's the, Portland has a tough road which, right now. Which I'm sure you'll touch on it next week before the preview. When things look that way, Portland doesn't look good. Galaxy undefeated at home. Yeah, that's Tra- usually not game. a good sign. Trap game. <laughs> but again, March 31st, we have that good juju on our hands. Trap game. So we'll see how it is. All right. Uh, everybody, enjoy your weekend. Uh, there are some MLS games being played this weekend. How many games are there? Two? T- uh, five games. Ten, five? Ten, really? Five ten games? teams are playing, yeah. On an international break? And that's international break in quotes if you're Major League Soccer. Oh, my. Another reason. And this is with the condensed schedule where they're like actually yeah. supposed to be. T- uh, anyway, okay, I don't want to complain anymore. <laughs> Hashtag yeah, but still. Yeah, but still. I'll be watching, I'm sure, this weekend. So watch some MLS games, uh, relax a little bit, and then we wait for Zlatan updates, Alessandrini updates uh, coming in on the back half of this week as you get closer to Portland. And you should know whether or not everybody is uh, fit and ready to go here uh, a couple days before the game. So we'll keep you updated. A show coming up on either Sunday or Monday. I think Kevin's traveling, so it might be another Sunday show. Um, Otherwise, we will uh, see you again on the live show on next Thursday night. All right, Hammer, uh, why don't you tell people where they can find you? You can find me on Twitter at GIS Hammer. Have a little competition going. I'd like to get more followers than I am have people following. So I'm pretty close. I'm like within 20 or 30. So help me get there. You can also follow me on Instagram at Galaxy Profile. That's Galaxy P R O F O U L. That's where you can see your social media updates where you can tr- probably find out, get the scoop on what's going on with the Zlatan injury, Juninho, Roman, that whole gang. And then you could also listen to at Guys in Shorts. They're at Guys in Shorts Pod. Uh, you know, they were the- without me this week, but still having fun over there. It's a fun show. Give it a listen. All right. Very good. Uh, thank you, Hammer. If you're looking for me on Twitter at Jay Gessman, J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N, and of course, at Galaxy Podcast, uh, head on over to Instagram at Galaxy Podcast, cornerofthegalaxy.com. Click on the shop button. You can get the scarves. You can get the buttons. You can get all the T-shirts, all that stuff right there. Click the shop button, which I saw some orders come through while we were doing the show. So we'll ship those out tomorrow. All right. Uh, I think that about does it for Eric, the Portuguese Hammer Vieira. I'm Josh Gessman. You've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Have a great one, everybody. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. And for all of your independent LA Galaxy news, discussion, and entertainment, including this podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. Fans, thanks for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everyone.